It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, you are listening to Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and in this week's episode, we are reviewing Dream Horse, plus, of course, all the latest movie and trailer news. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. And this week we are going to discuss Dream Horse, aren't we, Lee? Yes, we are. Dream Horse tells the true story of Jan Vokes, a Welsh cleaner and bartender who persuades her neighbours to help her rear a racehorse called Dream Alliance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With no breeding experience, the group chips in their meagre earnings in the hopes of seeing the horse compete with the racing elites. Now, this film is directed by Euros Lin with a screenplay by Neil McKay and it stars Australians Tony Collette, also Damien Lewis and Owen Teal round out a a very big ensemble Mm. cast as well. Now, this is based on a true story, as we Mm. said, wasn't it, Tim? It has been told before, actually, quite recently, in fact. A documentary came out in 2015 called Dark Horse, Mm -hmm. and now we get this more narrative feature. It's interesting, isn't it, that this is this story so well known that it needed to be told twice in six years? Uh, I'd never heard of it before. No. Had you heard of the story of Dream Alliance? (laughs) We promise we won't do that through the whole episode. (laughs) You've got one. I've got one. We're done. We're done. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a very uplifting story, isn't it? It's very hopeful and, and powerful and it's a feel-good film. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, it's a true story that is beyond belief. Like what Dream mm. Alliance had endured as a horse 
uh, and and how the townspeople came together, like yeah. how how this happened, it's like it just has to be true. Like you can't make this mm. stuff up. So I guess it's right for picking in turning it into like a yeah. into a film. I think. Everyone loves a working class underdog story, don't they? Oh, Especially yeah. British ones. Think like Billy Elliot, The Full Monty. Those kind of films always do really well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, as you said, underdog story, it's it's also about how people work together. Mm-hmm. And I guess that universality that you can achieve incredible things when you like work together yeah. and when you have a dream, right? Yeah. As a bit of background, it's set in a mining village that's fallen on hard times since the mines have closed down. Mm. And it's billed as carrying the hopes of a community, as you said, all these community coming together Mm. but I felt like Jan and her husband are the only ones that I got any sense of why this was so important to them yeah did you feel that way we we got some of Howard's who is played by Damien Lewis we got Mm. some of his story about halfway through though yeah look on the paper it's an ensemble like dramedy I guess but yeah it does have those key protagonists in in Tony Collette and and her husband I Mm. guess and I suppose they're at the core of this story and you certainly do understand why they want to do this. They, they, oh, from their perspective, From their yes, perspective, yes. but no one else is really. I guess they're just there to support and be yeah. extra people in the background. But, I mean, there's a line in the movie near the climax where Jan says, we lost our jobs, we lost our community, and, you know, she's giving this rallying speech. Mm. And I thought, this is the first time I'm hearing this. Has everyone lost their jobs? Like, the town yeah. just seemed like it was ticking along. That- yeah, that line took me out of it. I've, I've got it here. We lost our jobs, our community, even our pride, and then dream came along and reminded us what life is like when you are home. I mean, it's a lovely sentiment. It's beautiful. But it was like, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Yeah, we turned, I remember we turned to each other when she was giving that beautiful mm. speech and we thought they lost all their jobs. Like, yeah. That was never addressed prior or after that little yeah. speech. They do touch on the importance for the individual characters or the main characters, but there's just no sense of what this means to the community collectively, I mm. thought. Yeah, yeah. I was I, missing that. I did love the small town vibes and personalities though, didn't you? Yeah. It's nice that it brought the community together. Definitely, definitely. And that first meeting that took place uh, about the syndicate I thought was just gold mm. from a script and, and character point of view. All these was, quirky characters coming together yeah. and throwing in their two cents. So yeah. much banter around the around the table. I yeah. just couldn't get enough. If that was the whole movie, I just yeah. would have been so happy sitting there watching all of that. The cast were really great, weren't they? Really they really were. Yeah, let's talk about the performances. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the big thing is the accents. Mm-hmm. But, jeez, I'm no expert, but the Welsh accent felt very natural in terms of Tony Collette. I could oh, yeah. just I love watching Tony Collette work. I could do it all day. She again steals the show. There, mm. there is there anything that she can't do? Like I honestly, know. I don't want to know about it if there is. Exactly. She just she appears in so many different genre films. Mm. Like her range is exceptional, mm. uh, unlike anyone else and you know, she is so wonderful in presenting a, a lovely person with a big dream in Jan. I think she was mm. the right actress to kind of bring her dream to life. You know, she leads a very basic, simple, yet I guess you could call it a mundane life, Jan, portrayed by Tony Collette. Mm. And I found it really tenderly captured, especially in the opening. We see her working her two jobs at the co-op and then in the pub. Yeah. And she's kind of like this beating heart and soul of this small town. Uh, everyone knows each other and I think Tony yeah. brought a real tenderness to the character. I completely agree with you there. Yeah. I really want to talk about Owen Teal for a second. Sure. Because his character Brian, who is Jan's husband, is relegated to a bit of a, a lump, you know, a useless layabout husband or that's the sense you get anyway from other people. Yeah. But I found him to be one of the most interesting characters in this piece. There's a real complexity 
for him. Do you think they developed it out enough? Like I wanted to see more, but yeah. yeah, no, I think it was great. I think it was good. He certainly showed his acting chops and you got to know him more as a character mm. when Dream came along and he completely changed yeah. physically, emotionally. Like he yeah. was quite a beautiful character to watch yeah. on screen. And they went to all these places which were really great and then I think it fizzled out. They didn't develop him out enough. I thought there was something else that they needed to write into the story, be it true or contrived because it is based on a true story, just to give him that kind of like final Mm. standing ovation to his character arc, which I thought was missing. Giving him his moment. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. But a wonderful performance. And look, this was an ensemble comedy, right, with Mm. lots of many, many characters and I think for that reason alone this was made to be a movie, like getting to know all these different characters within this small town. And despite it being based on real-life people, they all bring something different to the dynamic of the syndicate group and it was just a joy to watch them all kind of yeah. chip in and out of all, all the all the action. I'll agree with you there, definitely. Now, in terms of cinematography, I have to say I'm not a huge fan of racing. Mm. I have been guilty of dabbling in punting on the Melbourne Cup, as most people have. Sure. Um, but since learning about what racing does to horses and understanding more about it, I'm quite uncomfortable watching horses race so I found those scenes really hard and I found it hard to connect with this idea that they were peddling that the horse wants to race and was born to race you know it's that real racing mentality yeah Um, so I found that difficult to connect with personally but the racing scenes are shot very well yeah it's they're really exhilarating yeah really really exhilarating I was on the edge of my seat yeah you kind of like oh you're really invested in in the race Mm. but yes it was uncomfortable because things do happen to horses that that are running the race and that's a little bit confronting Mm. uh in watching this movie but yes what's the expression straight from the horse's mouth like i don't really think that dream did they really want to race and were they telling them these things i feel like the townspeople in the syndicate were kind of like assuming what dream wanted but i mean uh, there would be no story (laughs) they did care about the horse though they really cared about the horse. deeply deeply cared about the horse absolutely Mm. and you certainly felt that Uh, also in terms of their cinematography Mm. i just have this thing for landscapes and and environments Mm. and i think that the beautiful welsh surroundings were really beautifully captured as well in camera um some really nice shots and you know especially when they're on the road driving and they're going through all the all the hills and valleys Mm. and and whatnot it's just a really really nice kind of transition from them going to small town wales to more city and when they're in the racing environment with all the crowds and the noise, it just had that really nice juxtaposition mm. compared to like what their life is and then the life they're trying to be a part of, which yeah. they felt quite alienated from because it's an elitist sort of uh, space, I'm horse not, racing. I'm not sure they were trying to be a part of it so much as they were trying to show them they were worthy of being there, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good take out. Well, shall we wrap up the story of Dream Alliance? Dream Alliance, absolutely. We promised we wouldn't do that again. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't turn us off. We have much more to cover in this episode. <laughs> All right, so I enjoyed this small town true story more than I expected and it came down to how likeable and funny these characters were brought to life authentically by an excellent cast. I think star Damien Lewis puts it best in describing this film as the underdogs have their day. It's a joyous two hours at the movies, a feel-good experience that everyone will come out of with a smile. And best of all, it's a true story. So I'm going to rate Dream Horse three popcorn kernels. Great. 
Well, there's a lot of heart and humour in this story and that's what makes Dream Horse enjoyable to watch. In the tradition of true underdog stories, I would have liked to have seen more depth to the supporting characters. Uh, But at the end of the day, this is billed as a story about finding hope, having a reason to wake up in the morning when life gets tough and chasing a dream no matter how unlikely it seems. And I think that's worth a lot in terms of watching. So I'm going to give Dream Horse three and a half popcorn kernels. Well, there you have it. Dream Horse is in Australian cinema's right now so check it out all right on to news tim but before we jump into the news of the week we still have two giveaways running on our social media pages if you want to see the hitman's wife's bodyguard which is the action comedy sequel starring ryan reynolds samuel l jackson and salma hayek you have to make sure you like the facebook or instagram page and tag your movie loving bestie in the comments of the giveaway post we bloody love a giveaway Mm. over at popcorn podcast right now so the hitman's wife's bodyguard is in australian cinemas from June 24 with previews from June 10 to the 16th. We also have a giveaway for five tickets to see herself, which tells the story of Sandra, a young mother living in Ireland who seeks to rebuild her life and provide a safe home for her two daughters against seemingly insurmountable odds. For your chance to win one of five double passes to see this inspirational film in Australian cinemas from July 1, with thanks to Madman Entertainment, make sure you like the Instagram or Facebook page and answer this question in the comments of the giveaway post. Where is herself set? Very simple, very easy. Get amongst it, guys. You've got to be in it to win it. That's right. Now, Tim, there is already a Cruella sequel in the works with mm. Australian Craig Gillespie returning as director. I mean... This isn't surprising, is it? It's surprising that it's being announced so soon. Like, Mm. it's only just been out two weeks. Disney loves a sequel, though. Definitely. Did they announce a Lion King sequel when it first came out, though, and then they kind of (laughs) went, when it didn't do so well? Oh, the Lion King did very well. But it was critically panned, Oh, critically panned. Financially, through the roof. But you are right, critically panned. Uh, I think we have our Lion King review. No, were we a podcast back then? I think so. We did, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about it, I'm pretty sure. We've been going for so long. It's a bit of a blur. Uh, So you can check out that review, which uh, will be somewhere in our our back catalogue. Do you think this Cruella sequel will be a remake of 101 Dalmatians? Like, is is a writing on the wall? Is that what it has to be? No, I think they might have one more in between. Really? Yeah, if I'm putting my money grubbing hat on, I think Mm -hmm. they would try and squeeze one more out in between that's maybe set more in the 80s. Okay. They just want to get through their different aesthetics of another decade before they jump into the 90s. Yeah, I mean, there's so much more of Cruella's tale to tell. I wanted them to tell more in the first movie, but I was really happy with it. All right. Well, we'll watch this space for what we have in store for the sequel of Cruella very, very soon. Speaking of sequels, Lee, A Quiet Place Part 3, no surprise there, is getting a March 2023 release date. So with the script penned by Jeff Nicholas, details around this film's plot are still very much under wraps. I am surprised by this news because these first two films were so good mm-hmm. and people got nervous about the sequel, but John Krasinski delivered an amazing sequel And now I'm a bit like, oh, we're moving into dangerous territory here. Is there more of the story to tell? I think there is. It's just a matter of how they approach it. And hopefully they approach it in the same light as part two, because as you said, it was very, very successful. But the first two were written by John Krasinski too. So once Mm. the original creator steps back, you start to see a bit of 
trouble with sequels, don't you? That is true. Well, hopefully he returns to the director's chair at least so he can offer his unique style to the rest of the story. I'm sure he'll be heavily involved anyway. Yeah, definitely. Now, Christina Ritchie has joined the cast of Matrix 4. Mm. Now, that might seem strange that we're only finding this out now, given production on the sequel wrapped like months ago. So watch this space for more updates as things unfold about this highly guarded secret return to the world of The Matrix. I love me a bit of Christina Ritchie. Oh, yeah. I'm very intrigued yeah. to see what sort of uh, involvement she has in this in this project. So the fourth instalment in The Matrix franchise is coming to Australian cinemas later this year on December 16. Cannot wait. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm quite excited about this news too, Tim. Mm. Rob Zombie will write and direct a new The Monsters movie. It's based on the iconic American sitcom of the same name, which ran in the 1960s and followed a family of benign monsters who are relocated from Transylvania to America. It satirised European immigrants adjusting to life in an American suburb and the series reflected shifts in the current societal and political landscape. So I guess we can expect more of the same. Yeah, but kind of with a modern twist on it, Mm. I guess it probably won't be set in the 60s again it'll be like more modern modern days did you ever watch the monsters yeah Mm. i mean i wasn't alive then i watched reruns of the monsters (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) i I don't recall watching too many episodes but i'm very familiar with like who's in it and Mm -hmm. and what they all look like so visually it it, there's some exciting things to look forward to rob zombie though it seems like a odd Mm. choice but i mean if you're going to go down that route let's think about trent reznor and his soundtracks that are do amazing, like Soul and I can't think of another one right now. But, mm. you know, creatively they can do more than just rock out. Sure. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> well, watch this space to see what Rod Zombie has in store for yeah. us. Now, Dwayne Johnson announced the voice cast of DC's League of Super Pets coming to cinemas in 2022. The names include his bestie, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, Natasha Lyonne and Keanu Reeves, among others. What a cast. Super Pets is just what it sounds like. It's Mm. about a team of pets with superpowers that correspond with their DC counterparts like Superman and Batman, etc. So is this going to be part of the DCEU or just like a branch off? It's own little thing. Well, I mean, The Rock, when he makes these announcements, loves to say, you know, the hierarchy is about to change. So <laughs> by his by his indication, it goes Black Adam, DC Super Pets, <laughs> Justice League. No, wait, Justice League's at the bottom. Oh, my God. <laughs> he cracks me up. Okay, well, well, we're in for a treat with DC's League of Super Pets then, according yeah. to the hierarchy of Dwayne Johnson, mm. that's for sure. If it's anything like The Secret Life of Pets, it'll be really fun. Good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a trailer for a movie called Ron's Gone Wrong, which follows the story of Barney, an awkward middle schooler, and Ron, his new walking, talking, digitally connected device. Ron's malfunctions set against the backdrop of the social media age launched them on a journey to learn about true friendship. (laughs) Lovely. This one has a stellar voice cast in Zach Galifianakis, Olivia Colman and Ed Helms and is expected in cinemas on October 21. Olivia Colman is doing a fair few voice roles at the moment. I quite like that for her. She's got a great voice. She does. She's got her range, just like Tony Collette, just through the roof, can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> 
We got another trailer for Space Jam, A New Legacy this week, which offered us much more character, plot, laughs and effects. So it Mm. gave us a really good look at the animation. Definitely did. This highly anticipated sequel follows LeBron James and the Tune Squad with only one shot to win the highest stakes game of their lives, battling it out on the court against the Goon Squad. It will slam dunk in Australian cinemas on July 15. I'm feeling more and more confident about this uh, new take on the classic I am still nervous, though. How do you feel? If I don't see Bill Murray in there, I'm going to riot. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. He has to. He loves a cameo. Yeah. It's like all his career is these days. Even if it's a cartoon, Bill Murray, I'll take it. Okay. We expect it. Hear us now, Warner Brothers. We need it. We deserve (laughs) it. We demand. Now, while we're on the topic of trailers, we have one more to rattle off about. The Eyes of Tammy Faye. We got the first trailer for that one. It stars an unrecognisable Jessica Chastain and also Andrew Garfield. Now, this film is an intimate look at the extraordinary rise, fall and redemption of televangelist Tammy Faye Baker. In the 1970s and 80s, Tammy Faye and her husband, Jim Baker, rose from humble beginnings to create the world's largest religious broadcasting network and theme park Mm -hmm. and were revered for their message of love, acceptance and prosperity. Interesting. Mm, Very, very interesting. Tammy Faye was legendary for her huge eyelashes and like really over-the-top eye makeup, her idiosyncratic singing and her eagerness to embrace people from all walks of life. However, it wasn't long before financial improprieties, scheming rivals and scandal topped their carefully constructed empire. We can expect to see this one in cinemas from September. Now, this has Oscar written all over it. You reckon? Oh, yeah. I mean, Jessica Chastain, I've never seen her do anything like this before. Okay. Yeah, it looks extraordinary. I'll reserve my judgment. Okay. Noted. And that's it for another episode of Popcorn Podcast. Tim, we covered Dream Horse, which is in Australian cinemas now. And bundles of movie news. So check out our YouTube channel where we have all those trailers mentioned up there for you to check out and decide whether you're keen on them or not. Mm. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.